everybody, it's Bob Nagan, and uh, in this interview, I am really, really excited to talk to Crystal Vilkaitis, uh, and uh, Crystal is our go-to uh, resource for all things social media and retail. So, Crystal, welcome. Thank you, Bob. I'm thrilled uh, to be here. Yes, yes, yes. So, Crystal has uh, spoken at the summit how many times have you been to the Retail Success Summit? Uh, well, if uh, this year, I think it'll be 10. So I think it's been nine, or nine ten already. Yeah, many yeah. years. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Yeah. So Crystal's company is Crystal Media. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, we teach independent retailers how to drive foot traffic and sales using social media, email marketing, text marketing, all those digital tools, just trying to make it easy to understand and implement. Yes, especially with social media, there's there's so much confusion, so many different platforms, so many different things to do. And you know, I just want to commend you because you you and your team really do a great great job. So now, uh, do you have courses? Do you have groups? Do you do it for people? How do how, how do you work with your clients? Yeah, a few different ways. So for my DIYers who want to learn and do it themselves, we've got a membership site called our Insiders, very active group in there where they just get access to content, training, and our support group. Um, we also have some one-off courses that we sell on just specific topics. And then we have some done-for-you services too. We have an ads agency where we manage Facebook and Instagram ads. And we also manage local listing sites for retailers like Google, Bing, Yahoo, Dex. Those people know the big ones. There's a lot of smaller ones too. So we manage and optimize those as well. That's great. So you're a go-to resource for all things retail and social media. You got it. Yes. Good. Good. So, uh, so I mean, the world is changing all the time, every moment. In fact, uh, if you're listening to this interview, right before Aubrey pushed the record button, we were saying that I did an interview two days ago, and it almost seems irrelevant yet today. But let's talk, or, or please share with us. So, you know, it, marketing has always been about pulling people into your store. And with social distancing and with a lot of people, or a lot of states in shelter at home. And, you know, so now the emphasis isn't on bringing people into the store. Now our retailers are trying to uh, drive sales without driving traffic. And, uh, you know, so please speak to, you know, how social media does that or how digital marketing does that. W what are you telling your, your clients? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm telling my clients, no matter what, if most of our clients right now, their stores are closed. So we have to stay top of mind, right? I mean, one of the best ways, whether your store is open or not, to stay connected is through social media. One in five minutes is spent on a mobile device, either on Facebook or Instagram. And now with so many people being forced to stay home, we've seen a rapid surge in social media usage as well. So if our if our customers are spending time there, then we want to show up as a, as a business, right? Our, our store is closed, but our business is not. So right. first, we just want to make sure that we are showing up and we're staying top of mind and we're connected and participating in this conversation because 
Uh, there's a lot of different emotions around this and within your community people want to hear from these stores you know they want to know what's going on and really kind of connect you know as a community through online tools because that's what we've got to do right now so that's the first thing is just making sure we're still showing up like we don't stop posting now because our store is closed right. um, you know like I think it's really important we stay connected and then for those of us who can still sell I mean we are still seeing a lot of people can do deliveries curbside pickup shipping um, you know this social is such a great way to still move product um, right. it, you know, like you can do it a lot of different ways, but these sites are visual. So you're either using a photo or a video. I'm highly going to recommend that you use video on uh, Facebook specifically. They put a heavier weight on video posts. So that means that you get more organic reach, free reach for posts that are video based. Also, when people stay on social media content longer, and it doesn't matter where they are, if it's Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, if they stay on the content longer, they're more likely to see what you are posting in the future. So it's just a way to make sure you're showing up top of the newsfeed when people are signing in so they see your, your content. So video is going to be a really strong tool to do that. And then we are, we're talking about our products, right? I mean, Perfect example of this. I just got um, a, a, a kind of an email. It was a post in our insider group from one of my insiders last night. She did a live video, which I, that's what I would really like our retailers to do right now is leverage live streaming because it's interactive. Um, and it's such a great way to just talk about, you know, the, the product itself and the quantity and the price and people have questions. So it's easier to sell that way. And um, so one thing that I teach is you want to make sure you're going live when most of your customers are on social media. Mm -hmm. So you want to look at your insights and that's exactly what she did. So she was going live on Tuesdays at 9, 9.30 a.m. She looks at her insights. Her Facebook people are on between 7 and 9 p.m. So just yesterday <laughs> of us filming this video, she says, okay, I'm going to try to go at night. It was a Thursday night. She goes live. She said she had the most people ever that showed up. She had 60 people live with her, which is awesome. Nice. Right? Um, home decor store, housewares. And uh, she went for an hour and 25 minutes. So, and, and we could talk about video length because I feel like a lot of your people will have some questions about how long should you yeah. go live for? But, um, and she had people interacting, they were loving it and orders were being placed. So That's it's great. You know, you just got to leverage these tools, stay connected, and then we can still sell through. It's an easy way to sell through. Yeah. So, so what Susan and I have been talking about, uh, you know, in our retail marketing club and in some of the videos, you know, we've been doing the podcast every day in the community forums is we've sort of looked at, we're looking at it this way. There's really two tracks and one track is, is content with a, oh, by the way, you know, the content is how to get your yard ready for the spring. Oh, by the way, you're going to need this stuff. And the other is, you know, flat out social selling QVC style. Here's the thing. Buy now. 
And, uh, you know, and, and uh, our recommendation is to create an appropriate blend so that when people see you, you know, if you're a toy store, you can teach people how to play games. You can have virtual parties. You can, you know, have a seminar. You know, we sort of uh, break it down into, you know, something that's interesting, something that's uh, distracting. Can you speak to that, you know, sort of the blend, you know, your recommendations as the blend of, you know, that content versus selling? Totally. So, and this is something, I mean, this is kind of just social media best practices. I've been teaching it for many years. We want to engage our audience, educate them, inspire, entertain, connect. And then we also want to talk our, about our products, right? They right. want to know what's new and what's going on in store. So we have to have a blend of both. And just to give a little background of why that's important. So when we are engaging our audience and teaching, inspiring, having conversations, that builds the relationship, right? And we right. buy from people we know, like, and trust. And so it's something that Amazon cannot do. Like that is not gonna happen with these big box stores. Our independents have such a one-up when they can show themselves and the, the owner, the employees and connect on that level. So we wanna be doing that, we're building the relationship. Plus typically people will engage with that type of content if it's relevant, if it's timely, if it's good value. Um, and so when people engage with our social media posts, that helps with the algorithm on all the social sites. So it helps more people see what you're posting in the future organically for free, right? So free right. reach, not dead, but it is, it has dropped. <laughs> um, so we want to make sure we do what we can to build a relationship and then still get seen. And then from the product side, I mean, people follow retailers online to see what's new, to get the trends, to, to it's a, it's entertainment, right? So now we can still, even though we can't go out and be entertained that way, we can still do it within our homes. And so there absolutely has to be the, the blend. I'll share something that's pretty cool too. Another one of our insiders, he'll do every Tuesday at 1 p.m., he goes live on his Facebook page, The Green Monkey, Raleigh, North Carolina. It's gift shop. They also sell some beer and wine. And um, he's training his audience that every Tuesday at 1, we're going to talk about what products, right? And people can have questions and talk a little bit back and forth. But then once a week, he does a game night for all of his loyal monkey fans. And last week, they all played bingo through Zoom. Like they sent the link. They're all in there playing bingo. And then just last night, they played a game of guess whose baby picture it is. So <laughs> fans sent these oh. baby pictures ahead of time and they had them on the screen. So they're just totally connecting with each other because they used to do a lot of in-store events so you don't have to stop your right. event you know you, you gotta still just use them now or do them over uh, virtually yeah i agree and, and we call it the when you know and when we teach marketing we call it the emotional bank account and just like a bank account with you know with dollars or pesos or Krona or whatever you have, the more you put in, the more you can take out. And whenever you're putting something of value into your community, it's a deposit. Whenever you ask them for money, it's a withdrawal. So the more that you can really focus on delivering that value, boom, 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 the better off you're going to be. So let me ask you a different, uh, uh, another question. I contend that this uh, epidemic 
And the fact that it's teaching people or forcing people to be comfortable on screen is going to lead to a much, much, much more robust presence online with live video after this is done. So uh, I'll just share a quick story from the Platinum Mastermind. We had David Lawrence, the, is it the 17th or the 17th. 18th? David Lawrence, the 17th. He plays the puppet ma master in Heroes. And he's a friend of ours. And he came and did us a whole session on live video. And um, he got people in our Platinum Mastermind group. And as you know, these are sharp people who never, ever would. I mean, they, they were terrified. And sure enough, there were a couple of them on our, on our group page going, hey, look at my, my first video. And what they found was that they were good at it. They were natural at it. They were just talking about their product. But what I think is going to happen is that people are going to adopt new best practices that are going to really, really serve them well after this is done. I did an interview with Maureen Doran, and you know Maureen. I did an interview with her about her clientele program, and just the reaction to it was so strong. People are going, oh, I should be doing this all the time. So they're gonna get in these habits, they're gonna see the benefits of doing live video, of doing clientele, of having their books in order in case they need to make a, uh, apply for a loan in two or three days, right? Hey. All, of, all, all of these weaknesses that are allowable when cash is good and business is good and times are rosy and the sun is shining every day, the birds are chirping, all of a sudden it's forcing everybody to become better, to do things they weren't necessarily comfortable with, like live video, and then when this is done, they're gonna be better positioned to take those skills and use them in the future. Do you agree or what, what, what would you say to that? I said that exact same thing a couple weeks ago on a webinar where, you know, one thing that we've been talking a lot more about over the past year is experiences, right? Because we're looking at ways to compete with Amazon and e-commerce. And so how do we do that? And we look at experiences from a customer service level of the in-store experiences and events and services we might offer. And now we're offering delivery and curbside pickup and this convenient shopping event from your home while we live stream. So right. it's exactly what we've been talking about. We're just, what I call this is you're just pushed off the cliff, right? Like you are forced. <laughs> right. That, that's exactly right. Yeah, let's get going and use them. And and so in a way, um, I'm ha I'm not I'm not I'm happy that people are starting to embrace it. I hate that they have to do it out of like fear or they're forced into doing that. But my retailers who have been doing this for many years prior it's been really easy for them to keep going, right? Because they've already, they know what they're doing, they're yeah. set up, easy to just flip it on, now we just ship to you, we're good. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm glad that more people are gonna embrace this because it's only gonna help build their business when we're all done with this too. That's right, I, I agree with that 100%. So, uh, and, and I'll make a statement that David made, I'll just quote David and, I'll, and if you don't mind, sort of play off it. So there were, you know, several people who were, were, were very, um, nervous about it and you know I'm not I, I don't look right for it I don't sound right for it you know they they were giving a thousand reasons why and why they couldn't do it and David went into this emotional pitch that 
you are enough. He just, I mean, he really, he got, you know, he got really, really choked up. This whole idea of as long as you're transparent, as long as you're real, that's good enough. Lights are nice. Uh, you know, a production quality is nice. All of this is nice. But at the end of the day, people just want to see you. Can, yep. what, what do you think about that? Oh, my gosh. I 100% agree. Um, so one thing that I teach is when you're looking at the camera, I mean, so many of our retailers, we do in-person workshops and we've got our online training and I hear all the time the same thing. I don't want to be on camera. I don't like how I look or how I sound. Or nobody cares or they don't want to see me or I'm awkward. All the things, right? There's so much fear around being on camera. And what I, one thing that I always recommend is when you're looking at the camera, think of your perfect customer, that person that you just love, like your favorite person in the world. And Kirsten, the one who did her live last night and had over 60 people on with her, she's like, that helped me so much. I just thought of my perfect customer on that other side. Yeah. And then she said, and you're right, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. Like right. you have to keep going um, and your first couple probably are going to be awkward and you might feel really weird but that is okay because again it is not about you it really is about the customer and they want to see you and they love you and we just have to keep that in mind as we film we had a an ads client and I'll tell you, video ads perform better than a photo ad, meaning you'll get more for your money if you do a video ad on Facebook. So her costs were a little high and we asked her, will you please just do a one minute video in the, in the store? And because we know video is going to help us get these costs down, it will just perform better. She was like, we really had to talk her into this. <laughs> we're like, come on, give us this video. No. <laughs> So she finally does it. And it's funny. She re refuses to watch her videos now. So she'll what? record and just publish and won't look at them. Um, we significantly dropped her cost down and people started driving in even two hours away from her store because of the videos they saw on Facebook. She's kind of like this little local celebrity. And we hear that from so many of our insiders now. They're recognized at the grocery store, at the bank, because they're showing up to their people. Yes. So it's, you just got to hit record. You just got to yes. Yes, yes, you just you, you just have to do it. So uh, somebody who I uh, uh, follow, his name's Ben Settle, he has a newsletter and he said, you know, today, really one of the secrets to being successful in business today, no matter what business you're in, is being in the business of being yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, I know some people who that would be terrible advice for, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. but for, but you know, for most of our clients, the people in your community, the people in our community, the people who are in both of our communities, because we share so many, many uh, clients, you know, uh, our communities are filled with good human beings. Yeah. And no matter how they dress or look or, or all of that, as long as they show up and they're real and they're honest, it all works, you know, so I just keep saying, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. You know, that's why they call it practice. It's just amazing how you become an adult. When you're a kid, you learn how to do everything. I mean, nobody, I mean, I fell down. How many times did I fall down learning, learning how to ride a bicycle? Um, all the things that you learn to do, it's always about failing and falling down. It's about practice and, and people just expect to jump on 
the, on the camera and be great. No, you're going to probably not be great the first couple times. But as long as you're real and as long as people see that, they exactly. – so I'll share something else. What I've learned in, in the past or, you know, yes, in the past, I never liked to really show emotion. I liked to, you know, I mean, be real. But what I find is if I get genuinely teared up, I mean, I'm not a good enough actor to create that emotion. But if I genuinely am, am, am truly touched in it, you know, and it makes me like that, I mean, it just it, it just brings the audience in in such a meaningful way. I don't think you should. I mean, if, if you're faking it, shame on you. But uh, we were doing one of our community forums and Cindy Wells, who's a you know, we've been with Cindy, uh, you know, for a long time, and she's had some real, I mean, she's just had some challenges. And we were talking to her, and both Susan and I are like crying. I'm still getting, but, you know, people respond to that. So I, I guess what I'm sharing with all of your people and everybody who's listening to this is just be real. Just be yourself, and everything's going to, everything else will take care of itself. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. I mean, people, so when you are you, like your audience, your tribe, your list, your customers are with you because they like you, right? Like you won't, none of us appeal to everybody. Like there are people out there who probably don't want to listen to me. And there are people out there who love listening to me, you know, like I love listening to you, Crystal. Oh, thank you, Bob. I love listening to you too. <laughs> But it's like, so what we have to keep in mind is the people that are on our social when we do these videos, they love us. Like they want to see us and our people, they are, they're good humans. They're part of their community. They love their customers. And I think if that's why you want to just think of your favorite person on the other side of that camera. And then also if you're nervous, say that you're nervous. It's okay. Yeah. You know, your first time doing a video, say it's your first time. People will encourage you. You'll feel better. And what I always say, too, is once you start seeing it work, then you're like, oh, that was fun. I'm going to yeah. do it. <laughs> you, know? you, just, you build it up a little bit. But just be easy on yourself and just think about that connection with your people. However you do it, in-store, video, you've got to connect with them. They want to see you. Yeah, and I agree a thousand percent. So, uh, you know, when we, when we, when I first saw, thought about this interview with you, I thought maybe we talk about technical things and stuff like that. But I'd really rather not. So, may I assume that you know the basics of lighting and and you know sort of that? Tell us a little bit about your social to sell program. You know, what? It, does, do we cover that? I mean, tell us a little bit about. Sure, sure. So um, we, my, <laughs> the Crystal Media inbox has been flooded with questions about how do I sell through on Facebook, but what about <laughs> this? What do I need? But how do I get more people there? How Like all the questions, right? Right. So, uh, so I spent last weekend just building a course to answer every single question that people have. So whether it's about just the logistics on how you get started and what settings you need on your phone and on your computer and how to test if the internet's strong enough and how to make sure what you say before, like what do you need to do before your video and what do you need to gather? What do you say when you start? What do you do during the video? What do you do when you're done to make sure right. most 
seeing it. What gear do you have in store? Um, whether you want to be super simple and just do it, go start. And that's what I want most people to do. If you're new, like just start. You don't need all the fancy things. Right. Just Get going. Um, the, and like you, Bob, I always say done is better than perfect. So just yes. you know, do a video. Um, so we cover all of those questions. And then there are many ways that you can sell through these different platforms. You can do it manually. You can use third-party tools if you sell online then obviously you're just linking to the site that way um there's also tools that allow you to kind of cast to their audiences like a qvc type um situation so we just cover all of that in our social selling course great 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 and so we're uh, so if somebody's listening to this uh interview on our site how do they get to your site um, well, I am assuming from your site, maybe a button or a link that links over. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but what I guess what I say, hey, Crystal, tell us your website. Well, what is your oh, website? Sorry. What is your URL? You go to crystalmediato.com. Um, <laughs> your product is where you can learn more about, um, about what we have, but it's called the social selling course is what you're looking for. And it's $47. We, it's like the, the lowest priced item that we've ever made. Cause I just want to make it affordable yes. for right now. So yeah, that's so, what and I'm looking at everybody in our community and saying, if you know, I mean, that's really for, for most of you, that's a one, maybe two transactions. So one of the things that I'm seeing uh, people, one of the things that I'm seeing happening right now is people are cutting to, uh, th to the muscle, not cutting out fat and not making wise investments. Like, and, and this would be a good example of, look, if you give me $47 and I give you $3,000 back, would you do that? And most people would say yes. And so I guess what I'm doing, Crystal, is I'm encouraging everyone to invest in this program. I was hoping to find the time to, to, to get it myself and look at it, but we've just been, you know, like you, our communities are just going crazy. Totally. Lots of stuff going on. And Bob, I feel like with your marketing club, the ideas that you guys give them every month, they should be taking that through to these live streaming events that they're doing as well. Absolutely. You know, total synergy there. And that's a great example of the muscle too. Like you've got a market, you've got to stay top of mind. We'll show you how to do that. Yes, good, wonderful. So, uh, so, so let's talk about the other end. So when, you know, and I think that, you, I mean, we've alluded to it, we've hit on it, we've touched on it, but let's, let's, let's go a little closer. So you talk about engagement and top of mind, and we've talked about building relationships. What do you think it, the future holds? And I know that this is a, a really, really broad question, and it might last you know, some people are saying three weeks, some people are saying, you know, 18 months, but no, I, I, there's going to be an end to this. What do independent brick and mortar retailers need to do now to make sure that when this is done, they're positioned as strongly as possible? Oh, yes. So 
The thing is, is right now, a lot of our retailers are telling me that they've got a little more time on their hands. We know our retailers are very busy people. So if you do have some more time here, I really recommend that you first look at your digital footprint right now. Like what information is out there online about your store? Is it correct? Does it have all the right information? All the consumer no lines you carry should be listed in all of your online platforms, on your site, on social. Um, do Because we are closed right now, we're making sure that ours reflect that online, but how people reach out to you our store is closed, but go to our Facebook page because we're doing these live events or whatever it is. So make sure people know how to still connect with you. Um, but then, so we're making sure we've got just a solid, complete and optimized digital footprint on our listing sites, on our social media sites. Now is also a really good time to build your list. So we are focusing on connecting yes right so we we are consistent we're connecting with our current customers but let's get more people that we can be reaching as well so whether that is your email list which i still strongly recommend and you guys do too build your email list build your social media audience as well. I call these dependable and undependable. So your dependable is the list, right? Your email or cell phone numbers, addresses, if you do print, then the undependable is our social media, um, our followers, our likes. I also want people to consider launching a bot and doing some things with Facebook Messenger, uh, which we talked about at your conference last year at the Retail Success Summit. So. And in fact, the example of last night, she went live, my retailer, Kirsten, she sent out a reminder to all her people through Facebook Messenger of the people that were subscribed to her Messenger bot, hey, I'm gonna go live. And that helped her get more people there live. So you can build subscribers just like you build email subscribers too to your bot. So I would, I would put in place some ways that I am building. It's like the top of the funnel, get people into your funnel, keep talking to them and connecting because then when you are done, we have stronger relationships. We really showed up for our people and we grew our reach as well. That's great. That's great. And, and actually, I love that because we call it uh, a, a rented name or a, 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 an owned name. And, and Perfect, we, consider, yeah. we, we consider social media a rented name. Yeah. And, and so uh, since this isn't going to be on Facebook, I'd like to make a prediction and see if you agree. I think that uh, Mark Zuckerberg and his friends seeing how they are increasing their reach and their importance are going to start charging more for access to the communities that we've built. I don't think he's going to become more generous. I think he's going to see all of the things that happen here as a profit opportunity. And so while it will still, social media will still be incredibly valuable, uh, that the trend to having to pay for reach will continue. Do you think that that is correct? Yeah, well, um, I mean, that is, it's an interesting question. My prediction is I could see it still staying on course how it was going before. So how it was going before was advertising is getting more expensive. Um, 
if you are reaching a national audience. So it's becoming harder for small businesses to advertise because of the cost. And even for us at Crystal Media, like it's becoming harder for us to leverage right. Facebook ads. So we've actually scaled away from that. But like I said, we have a Facebook and Instagram ad agency where we manage our retailers' ads on a local level. And Mark Zuckerberg has said this. He wants, they like local conversations and community. Right. They try to build community. So when, if you, if your business, if you are brick and mortar, I think it's really important for you to talk about the local community, connect with other businesses. Um, and then when you're advertising to that audience, the cost tends to be lower. The other thing is groups, Facebook groups are just such a strong tool and they have been for more of that organic connection. Again, because it's about a conversation versus like a business page, it's me, one to many. The group is really about all of us, right? Yes. And Mark's trying to create a place for conversation and connection because it keeps us there. And then his advertisers are, you know, they're right. wanting to play, you're paid to play because so many people are there. So yeah. I, that is kind of my prediction. I could see the groups still being powerful um, and a marketplace, especially on like a local level is still strong. Local brick and mortars have an ad advantage over these big box and e-commerce only businesses. Uh, but I, I don't know, you know, I'm curious to see what happens over the yeah. next year, you know? Yeah. Well, one thing that's for certain is uh, the, the, the world's been turned upside down and everybody is shaking it right now. So, yes. you know, and, and, and so let's talk, touch on that real briefly. So uh, I believe that in every problem, every problem points to an opportunity and every crisis that amplifies that statement. So a crisis leads to great opportunities. They're not always evident. <laughs> They're not always easy to find. But I mean, clearly our world of in small to mid-size independent brick and mortar retail has been upended. Where do you, I mean, do you see any big opportunities? What do you see uh, besides what we talked about earlier, just sort of going in and you know making sure your digital footprint is is correct. Uh, what else do you see? Anything bigger picture than that? Um, well, I mean, I think that they're kind of going back to experiences. There might be an opportunity, depending on these the different types of retailers, to add in a service element to their business, looking at your customers and saying, how else can I help them in my industry can create new ideas and innovation. And um, and so even at that level of if we are doing more delivering curbside and adding those elements, but I think we'll see some people getting more creative on how they're really connecting and serving yeah. their audience. Um, from, you know, from the this, it will be interesting. I think that the, the retailers who really are consistent and show up with live streaming and video, um, I have heard a few different stories before all of this where be, by leveraging social, people are getting picked up for their own TV shows and are becoming these big stars or these big influencers. And so I think that we're going to see some of that with people in our community. You and I, people are independents in our community when they just keep showing up. Um, you know, I also wonder for some who are willing to be kind of tech 
a little bit more tech progressive. I, I see some opportunities with building mobile apps or online games or uh, something that's kind of a connection for people. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Yeah, that's something that's been on my mind, and I think some of our retailers can leverage that. So, but I would be curious, what how what is your answer to that? That's a great question. Oh, you're putting me on the spot now. I'm supposed to be I am. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that you hit the whole thing on the head. So, uh, Susan and I have this concept called WWMCW. It's the, what would my customer want? Yeah. And, you know, it's both a strategy where you put your resources and a philosophy, a, a way of doing business. And I think that's what's what's that's exactly what's happening is uh, there's going to be a lot of stores that don't make it because they've been doing business in a very transactional way. Yeah. And the, the 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 era of that sort of transactional way of doing business I think is going to go away with this. The people who have built relationships and who focus on experiences and really, you know, I mean, intensely customer focused, WWMCW, um, that's the opportunity because to your point, the people who are showing up to provide value right now are going to, in fact, I talked about this in the podcast this morning, I talked about the rule of reciprocity. And when you're showing up now, when you're providing value now, when you're there for your customers now, they're going to remember it. Yeah. And so I think that everybody is going to become more fundamentally strong, which is so important if you're a retailer today. So, you know, I expect that management one is going to see a huge surge in business because people who could get away with not managing their uh, inventory uh, professionally are going to go, oh, my God, I got stuck and now I need help. You know, people are going to come to you. They're going to come to us. Everybody's going to realize that they're going to need to step up their game. So fundamentals, in fact, I've got this thing, the four pillars of, you know, it, success. And it's fundamentals, relationships, and experiences, or, um, and culture. So, and I, and I think that's what's going to happen is that, uh, Sammy Nagin. <laughs> that's what happens when you do an interview at the kitchen table. But everyone is incredibly forgiving. So home office, home office, not even a home office. Exactly. We're in the dining room. Haven't barked, so that's yeah, good. No, it's no worries. And they they know that uh, that it's okay. But the, yeah. there's this whole idea of uh, the people who really are going to crush it when this thing is done are the people who are really really getting good, and I mean with the fundamentals and they're really, really intensely customer focused because you alluded to it earlier and I believe that it's absolutely correct is that our competitive advantage is our ability to build relationships. And, you know, and I think that uh, it's just going to accelerate that trend. In fact, uh, the book that uh, we're writing right now, it's called, uh, the, the, the working title is uh, Retail Reincarnation. And we were working at it, but I mean, this is really what's happening, right? There's going to be, there, there, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to not make it because they're not doing business the right way. There's going to be collateral damage. Some people that are really good retailers who should make it won't or will choose to stop, and that's an all right choice. But uh, I think it's really about the people who 
don't focus on the customers. I think that they're going to have a difficult time when this is done because the people who do focus on their customers and to your point, who have shown up through this whole pandemic are going to have earned loyalty at such a deep level that they're just going to win. They're just going to win. Totally. I completely agree. I think that and it, it, they're going to win and it's just going to be so much bigger than it was before, you know, oh, for yeah. them, because it will be deeper. It will it will just be more powerful, bigger impact. And I think it will be so exciting for everybody involved. I once heard on a podcast, um, they, they were trying to decide. I knew there would be a dog. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's our dog, Tucker. Yeah, oh. Sam, our dog Tucker. We gotta have Joe chime in just because. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, on this podcast, this person was trying to figure out if they should keep doing their business or not. Right. And the the person said, if your job, if your business all of a sudden became illegal, like you had to stop it, are you sad about that or are you happy about that? Right. And I, I thought of that just a couple of days ago because a lot, a lot of stores you have to close. It doesn't mean you have to be out of business, right? But you definitely, you're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to reinvent yourself. I love the working title of your book. I think that's spot on with what's happening right now. Um, and I think that there are some who are like, wow, I'm really realizing that this might be my out and I'm not willing to work that hard or I, I, yeah. I'm not, you know, it's not, so much light is going to shine on us all of what path and direction we want to take here. And it is exciting in a way because of the innovation and the new ideas and creativity and the connection that's going to happen out of it. Um, it's, you know, it's going to, we have no idea. There's so much uncertainty, but I do think that there will, there's light at the end of this tunnel. We'll see some great things that happen and um, we'll just, We'll just be, we're all in this together. That's yeah, it. that's right. So every day when, you know, five days a week, Susan and I are doing a podcast and every day I started, I started by saying, congratulations, we're one day closer to the end. Uh, <laughs> we're uh, one day closer to the end. And, you know, what you said was very interesting because there is a thread right now and it's a fairly robust thread. Last I checked, there was 20 or 25 comments. Somebody says, you know, I don't think I, I don't think I'm going to reopen, and people are are having that conversation, and it's a very real conversation. And I know I've been there. You know, I mean, you know my story. You know, I've been through three three separate crises when I was in crises. I never say this correctly. Susan's always three crises in the course of my 19 year retail career, and there's nothing wrong with going. Okay, you know, it's time for me to move on. Uh, you know. I've done this. For a lot of people, it's fulfilled a dream. You've done that. You, you know, that's okay. There, there's other things for you to do in your life. Your, your success as a retailer does not determine your success as a person. So I'm going to uh, uh, do a whole episode on that next week because I think it's a really important conversation. A lot of people uh, don't want, they, they think it's somehow being weak to say, okay, I'm ready to move on. And to your point, it's not. So. No, no, I'll have to check out. Right. I'm sure that there's a lot, a lot of conversations are coming out of this, oh, right? Oh, a lot of conversations going on right now. And, and I appreciate your input. Okay, so to wrap things up, uh, is there a, anything that you would like to add, anything you would like to say or share with, uh, with our community? 
Well, I mean, I just to kind of reiterate what I said before. You have to show up for your people now more than ever. They want to see you. They want to connect. They're on social a lot more. Be there. Just think of that your favorite customer. They once you do it, it'll you'll see how it works. It'll feel good. It'll give you confidence. Um, just hit record again. Done is better than perfect, and you will build momentum. You will start building that momentum and just keep going. It will re-energize you every single day. Yes, yeah, just practice. And then, of course, if you're ever stuck with the tech or how do I get more people there or anything like that, we're always a, a great resource when it comes to social media and digital marketing. Um, there's a lot of resources out there to support you. So just you've got to keep going. Stay in front of your customers. And video is going to be the best way to do, to do that. That's absolutely great. So if you want to know more about Crystal Social to Sell, uh, program there is a button right below <laughs> where you're seeing this or you can go to it's crystalmedia.com right or is it uh, .co it's crystalmediaco.com okay crystalmediaco.com I'm glad I clarified that so yeah. crystal thank you so very very much you've been very generous with your time and your expertise and I know that uh, uh, in our community that so many of our people absolutely love you and what you do so Thank you so much for being with us here today. Yes, well, and thank you for everything you are doing, Bob and Susan and your team. I'm honored to be here and I'm happy to help. Okay, great. So for uh, everybody, so that, that's, that's uh, Crystal Vilkaitis. If, uh, if you are listening to this as a podcast, you can also get all of the resources that Wizbang Retail Training has been creating, creating in association or in reaction to the coronavirus pandemic at whizbangtraining.com backslash coronavirus. So you can go there. We'd also encourage you to sign up for our tip of the week by going to whizbangtraining.com. And uh, thank you everybody for your time. Take care. We will see you sometime very, very soon.